DGFG is proud to present Grabbing the Mic with Nikki Judge and Friends, a podcast with a purpose, where real and raw conversations are had about real-world experiences happening in society on a daily basis. Real talk leading to a greater awareness and understanding in areas of social injustices and marginalized communities, entrepreneurship, gender equality, and empowerment, politics, science, adversity, finding promise, positivity, and inspiration, and so much more. So get comfortable and get ready for great talks and many moments of laughter with Nikki. Have you been wanting to maybe switch over to an audiobook? Well, now's the time to look into Audible Plus membership and start your free 30-day trial. On Audible Plus, you'll find thousands of Audible originals, audiobooks, and podcasts. If after those 30 days you decide to keep your membership, you can do so at a low price of $7.95 a month. So click on the links in the episode bio, or you can find the links at dgfgllc.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kristen from DGFG. And we are here today to actually flip this script a little bit and um, actually interview your actual host, Nikki Judge. Say hello, Nikki. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, so we are going to have a little time to just to really get to know Nikki. It's a little break from what we normally do. Uh, we've had some really great interviews leading up to this. Some heavy stuff, some stuff to think about, stuff that's good. So we just thought we'd bring you a little bit of a, a break here and time to get to really know your host a little bit more. So we are going to start with some questions, some games, and we will start now. Nikki, how you been yes. doing in this pandemic? Good. Um, you know, it has its ups and downs, and I just got my second vaccine today. Yes. So I feel like I am on my way to making the, play, the world a better place now. <laughs> yes. And we love science. And for those that can't get the vaccine, we, we understand. But yes. uh, we just hope that everybody that is able to get it can get it soon and we can get back to whatever the new normal will be. Exactly. Yes. So we're going to start tonight with a little game of this or that. Are you ready? Okay. Do I get a buzzard or anything? Do you get a buzzard? No, I, I don't have any buttons like Ellen does on her game show. I'm not that fancy yet. But, well, you know. I mean, you have goals now. I do. You're... I have a list to work on. <laughs> So here we go. All right. Pizza or Mexican? Uh, I'm going to go with Mexican food. I love tacos. I could eat tacos every day. And I know there's some joke in there that people are going to want to make, but that's my final answer. Your final answer. All right. Um, Temperature-wise, hot or cold? I'm going to go with cold. I hate being hot, but, but it can't be, like, too cold. I was born and raised in California, so, like, don't try to put me in, like, anything below 50. I don't want to be in. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Understandable. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Mountains for sure. I was raised in the foothills, so I feel like when I go to the mountains, that's what calls me home. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, Starbucks or Jim Boys? This is a toughie for you. <laughs> this is the worst question ever because I don't really know if in real life I could actually pick between the two. But... I feel like there is no replacement for Starbucks, whereas Jim Boys, oh, God, I'm going to have to go with Starbucks on this one, although well, do, that hurts me. Does Jim Boys know you by name? Do they write little things on your order like that Starbucks does? No, no, okay. I don't have that kind of relationship with, with my Jim Boys people. I mean, they know me when I come in and they know my order, but I don't think they actually know my name. Oh. And they de definitely don't write stuff on my on my order like Starbucks does. Yeah, you have a fan at Starbucks, let me tell you. Um, I do. I do. Uh, Instagram or Facebook? 
Facebook for sure. It took me forever to get Instagram. And then I still, I don't like, I feel like Facebook is more interactive and you can have more dialogue. And I feel like Instagram lacks that. Or maybe I just don't know how to really use it because I don't a whole lot. So I'm going to go with Facebook. Okay. All right. Um, comedy or crime? That dep- If I'm watching, then I'm going to go with crime. But if it's like, what kind of life do I have? I'd rather go with comedy. (laughs) I sure hope so. Um, so. I'd like to not live a life of crime. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that too. Uh, Morning or night? Definitely morning. I am like an old lady already and I prefer like an 8 p.m. bedtime. Mm -hmm. So definitely I wake up. And also because I'm old, like I don't sleep in anymore. Like I get up around five, five fifteen, and I'm ready to start my day. But then I need a nap at like two. Gotcha. Yeah. Favorite TikTok person besides yourself? Besides myself, I'm gonna go with my wife because that's very, very safe to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I if I take her out of the equation. And I'm probably going to have to go with uh, Monica Danner. She was one of my very first people that I followed, and she followed me, and she had a lot of thirst traps, and she's super smoking hot. Um, mm-hmm. And then the very first live I ever went on was hers, and another TikToker named AB was with her. Right. So kind of that's where that I'm, I'm loyal to the people that I started with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have people that like have been really, really good friends to me that I also enjoy their content, like Shanna Chapman. And Heather, or she goes by Feather Crimothy. Um, and then my friend Jamie Red, she always, she wants to make Team Nikki shirts and stuff like that. So I don't think right. I can leave her out. She's she's my my number one fan, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so we're going to go merge from here to just some real general questions. Some of these are your followers um, that commented some things they'd like to know about you. Um, sprinkled in a little with a little other just Q&A that I have for you. Okay, um, all right. Explain your job, your regular nine to five. What do you do? If you can't disclose where you work, that's fine. Um, but just kind of giving an update on what you do. My regular nine to five, I work for the state of California and I'm an enforcement agent. And basically um, it's a consumer protection agency and my jurisdiction is all of California. And I regulate security guards, repo agents, private investigators, alarm agents, locksmiths. The state of California, they have to have a license to do that job. Mm -hmm. And I just make sure that they're following all of the rules and regulations that are set forth by the the Bureau. And if like a consumer files a complaint that an alarm agent installed a camera in their kid's room and they didn't ask them to, then I would go out and interview everybody and find out if they should have their license taken away, if they should have a fine, or if it was just a misunderstanding. So that's, that's my normal nine to five. Okay. But uh, we all started somewhere. So before you got there, what was your other jobs? And um, without giving a whole list, maybe what was your worst job that you ever had? My worst job was probably McDonald's was Mm -hmm. my worst job. I smelled like food all the time. They threw me up my very first day on the register during, um, what is that during rush hour and I was so I remember being so overwhelmed I didn't know the menu I kept hitting the wrong button I kept calling in the back for a kid's meal but it was happy meal but I kept calling kids meal so I just uh, I just couldn't get a hang of it and I didn't like it it was too fast (laughs) for where I was at that was probably my worst job 
Yeah, I started there as well, so I can totally understand. Didn't you love it when they would get mad at you at the front and you couldn't do anything because it's people in back that were trying to make the meals? That was a holdup, but you take the brunt of the customer's feelings yeah. on the matter. Yeah, and then they like they do things like throw you up there during rush hour, you're brand new, but then they get mad at you that you don't know like how to sub onions, add mayonnaise, you know, you, nobody ever trained me on the register. They were just like, oh, here's how you're going to learn in rush hour, which was probably not the best idea, but whatever. Yeah, throwing you to the wolves. Yeah. 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 Um, what would your dream job be? I think my dream job would be to be an author. But I am horrible at spelling and punctuation, so that's kind of always kept me from writing. Everybody always says, oh, Nikki, you should write a book about your life. But it's the spelling and all that that keeps me away. From I know you have editors and yeah. stuff, but um, but it's kind of kind of always kept me me away. Um, and then, can I have two? Can I have two sure. dream jobs? Because my other one would probably be like traveling the world and eating at places, like like a show like Somebody Feed Phil. But mm -hmm. I'd want to be like Somebody Feed Nikki because I think that would be so much fun. Right. Well, I think that would be great. You get to eat and <laughs> and see great places. So, right, and just that. talk to cool people and be like where you know the travelers don't always go. Like, I think that'd be right. so much fun. Oh, absolutely. Have a beer in Ireland with some people and yeah, you know, just live yeah. it up. Live yeah. it up. Yes. Um. All right. If you could have any other name, what would have you wanted for your own name? You know, I went to high school with this girl, and her name was Billy Renee, and I always thought that was so cool that she was a girl named Billy. She went by Renee, but I I thought she should have went by Billy. So I'm going to go with, like, a name like Billy or Ryan or on Days of Our Lives, there was that Bo girl, and I mm -hmm. absolutely wish my name was Bo, but that's my brother's name. But still, a girl named Bo would be cool. So I think, like, a boy, a more androgynous name. I have a very girly stripper name, and I just don't think it fits. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's Okay. <laughs> um, biggest fear in life? Ooh, biggest fear would be, I think, being forgotten, like dying and then everybody just mm -hmm. forgetting forgetting me or forgetting anything that I'd ever done. Or I think that's just my biggest fear is being, being forgotten. It was like I remember when my son was younger, I had even more of a fear of dying because I'm like, he's so young, he won't remember me sure. if I died, you know, if I died yeah. now. And, and as he gets older that fear kind of kind of subsides a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, biggest regret you've ever had? I don't have a whole lot of regrets. Um, maybe dating certain people. I probably shouldn't have dated. <laughs> if I could take if I could take some of those back. But you know, it's almost like with everything, something good comes from it. Like I have a failed marriage, but I got a son out of it so right. I it, it, it would be hard for me to regret that relationship and then you know you grow from everything right. um even I could say I regret that I never I had a full ride scholarship to Hawaiian Pacific University and I didn't take it but really I would have gone and I would have studied photography and probably majored in photography and got out and can't do anything with that degree anyways so okay. it, you know so I don't and I feel like had I gone and done that I wouldn't have had the life that I have now and I like the life I have now, so I don't I don't regret a whole a whole lot. And what was that scholarship for? It was for softball. I was a third base, and I was pretty good at it. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I would say so. If you got a scholarship out of it, that takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I understand as a parent of a, a player that um, I, I understand the time and commitment and the training that goes into it, and um, it's just I have mad respect for it. I I was a swimmer, but I was never that caliber that could go and do all that. So. 
my hat's off to all you that can can do that sort of training and go forward in the sport that you love so it was kind of something that just came out of the blue i was i was really into basketball but um when i got into high school all the girls got taller than me and i wasn't fast enough to make up for my height (laughs) so at one point i was in a game and i ran down to shoot the basket and all the girls stood around me and just put their hands up so i couldn't i couldn't even shoot the ball over them and i'm like well this sport's dumb now so then i got into softball and I was just, I had a really, really strong arm. So they, I played third base every single, from the moment I started, I just played third base and I started in junior high. So I started late, um, but I was just, it just came natural to me. Yeah, and playing um, the corners is not something that's real easy. If people, yeah. If people aren't familiar with softball, I could just seeing it is just, I know the, the corners, you gotta be on your game really, so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Biggest accomplishment? Biggest accomplishment, I think would be, <laughs> I, I've had a crazy life, so I would say the biggest accomplishment was probably that I'm here right now and I <laughs> I didn't do drugs. I, um, I have a family, I work a successful job. I'm a productive member of society. Mm-hmm. And I think being raised the way I was raised and living the life that I have, it would have been very easy for me to not have been a productive member of society, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and even yeah. being even being a mom and, you know, I have two amazing kids that I've had something to do with in their in their life. So, you Absolutely. know, so Absolutely. I would say I would say them and just being a productive member of society. Yeah, that's all good right there. Yeah. Um, one thing that we don't know about you or we'd be surprised to know about you. Uh, and if it has any criminal side to it, it's okay. We won't tell. But uh, <laughs> or, or something you got away with, that's fine too. Um, yeah. So anything we may be surprised to know about you. So I, a lot of people don't know that I did stand-up comedy mm. for a few years, okay. um, and then I stopped when I got my son, Caden, um, because there's, you know, to do comedy, you have to be in a bar and spend your most of your time. Mm-hmm. And and I did it a lot on a cruise ship, okay. so that requires me out out at sea and stuff and not able to have to have a family and then I realized that but comedy was hard for me because I think you know you get on stage and you do a show and you get off stage and it was almost like I would hit this depression like was that my last good show am I it was that Mm, as good as I'm ever gonna be yeah yeah and then you get back on stage and you know you could do on comedy you could you, you would do three or four shows a night at different places and you could kill it at one spot and think you have your routine down and then you can change nothing and you're actually even more hyped up and you go to another spot because you just had the greatest routine and you go to another spot and it flops but it's just because your crowd I was your gonna crowd say, there. Is it, are you feeding off the crowd or what what's yeah. the difference okay yeah yeah your crowd there is different so like if i went to downtown and downtown sacramento and i did a spot and it was you know a lot of my jokes were around being gay and mm-hmm. you know i'd flirt with guys and i'd make fun of myself well then if they put me at a spot and the just the crowd was you know a lot more just straight homophobic men well now now it's not as funny anymore you right. know <laughs> yeah. and and i could tend to break them down but um because i would just like flirt with them and stuff and get them to stop heckling me but i, th- I think a lot of people don't know that i actually did that and that i was on on cruise ships doing that mm-hmm. um, do you think you'd ever go back to it i don't know i toy with the idea sometimes there was a lot of stress involved because i put a lot of undue pressure on myself because i would never go and do the same routine 
-hmm. over and over and over. I always would change it up because I wanted to like, it would be like, I would do a show. I'm like, okay, this works and this is funny. So let me try new stuff. Um, and then, you know, now my, my kids are older, so I would be able to do it. I, I I don't know. I would have to get over that fear again of the first time. (laughs) Um, you know, because it took a lot of courage to get up and do it. And my very, very first time of getting on stage was for a crowd of, I think, 800 people. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, okay. That's <laughs> so a lot. That, that, was, that was a lot. And I had a really, really good show. And then I was bit by the by the bug, you know. So I, I, I toy with it sometimes. It's it, Being a comedian is hard because you don't, nothing really comes of it. Mm-hmm. Unless, except for notoriety, unless, you know, you hit it at some point, like, like Ellen or, you know, a handful of people. And then usually you have to get into acting or something for it to go anywhere. Right. And I'm not good at doing things that a don't make me money and B that don't go anywhere. Like, yeah, you know, understood. Yeah. So if you weren't this comedian and say you were a wrestler, (laughs) what would your name be? Your song that you walk into the ring, who are you facing as your opponent? Are you talking like WWF wrestling or are you talking like the MMA, like serious fighting? Either one. Okay. So if we're doing, if we're doing, I feel like I'd be more of a WWFer because the MMA is just too serious. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm more of a character versus a trained fighter. So we're going to go with the WWF. My name would be the Judgeinator. Okay. And I'm going to fight Ronda Rousey because she is also in the W or WWE, whatever their name is now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to walk out to L King's American sweetheart because I feel like that song was written about me. So all right, that's my answer. There you go. So anybody want to wrestle Nikki wrestle? There you go. Got to find Ronda Rousey though. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure she's already going to win and they're going to have it like staged that way. And that's fine because as long as, I, I'll get thrown around by Ronda Rousey for free, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to pay me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, now we're going to move to, like, you take off the wrestling, and you're, you are an actor, okay? Oh, okay. You are an actor, but you can't star in your own movie in this one. Okay. So because you are, your own, you are an actor, and you're going to be pretty picky... But this is a movie about your life, so you can't you can't be that person. So who are you gonna put in to fill you and be you and fill your shoes? I think I talked about this on a live, and I think we all came up with that it's gonna be Melissa McCarthy. Okay. That's I think she is brilliant. I think she is funny. Her and I have the same kind of funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like, you know, somebody said, Oh, Nikki, you should have Ellen, but Ellen and I aren't the same kind of funny. Melissa McCarthy and I are the same kind of funny. And when I watched the movie, The Heat, her character in that, I feel like is me at work. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, like that's exactly my personality at work. So I feel like Melissa McCarthy would do Nikki Judge justice. (laughs) All right. You'd be all right with that one. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Uh, A couple other questions here from your followers. Uh, If you could get another motorcycle, what kind would you get? That's a tough one because I absolutely love my motorcycle. Um, I can't imagine riding anything else. But if I had to get another one, I would probably do like a Triumph Scrambler. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I wanted originally, but I was too scared to get a bike that I wasn't flat-footed on. But now I'm not scared of that. 
Okay. And then I can ride off land or go on dirt and road. So I think I'm gonna, I would go with the Triumph Scrambler. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you use on your skin to make it look so gorgeous? Another question from your followers. That is so funny that people think that all the time. And it's comical to me because I use nothing on my skin. I don't even like, I barely sometimes splash my face with water and like in the shower, I don't even scrub my face with anything. There's a Neutrogena bar in there that I don't ever use. I think it's Carrie's, but like no, no Noxzema pads, none of that stuff. So I think it's so funny when people, when, when people think I have great skin. Carrie says it all the time too. Nikki, your skin is so good. So it's just, I guess it's just genetics. Okay. Um, last question from your followers, at least. Um, does your wife get jealous of some of the comments that your followers leave on your social media accounts? <laughs> no. And I, and I think at this point, she's probably hoping somebody will take me away and leave her alone for a little bit. But, but no, she, she knows, and she's known from the get that I'm a huge flirt. It's, I'm very outgoing. It's part of my personality. And I think part of my charm, I like to make people feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that comes across like very, very flirty and people flirt with me and, and no, she doesn't, I'm more the jealous one than she is. Like, I'm more the one who'll be like, wait, who are you talking to? Who's that? You know, whereas she doesn't, she doesn't ever. Okay. Awesome. Um, so this is a question, actually, uh, my own question that I wanted to ask you, um, okay. best piece of advice you've ever been given. So I think the best piece of advice I've ever been getting is, given is go buy a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And I say that because when I was going through a divorce from my son's mom, my grandma was talking to me and she said, Nikki, you just need to get a motorcycle. And, and, and I did, I took her advice. I went out and bought one and it was almost life-changing. That was where I decided that I loved riding motorcycles it gave me a passion it gave me something else to focus on and there's something about riding a motorcycle where you're just you're completely grounded um you can't really think about anything else other than the road and what you're looking at and i mean there's a lot there's a lot going on you're on like sensory overload when you ride a motorcycle and they always say you know there's that joke that you never see a motorcycle outside of a therapist's office and I think, I think there's something to that because there's, there's therapy in just putting your helmet on, listening to your music and just hitting a back road and getting lost in your, in yourself, you know, when yeah. you're out there. So, yeah. So that's what grandma told me. There you go. Grandma has wise advice. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice, what would you give? I think it would be, um, so I think it would be, I've thought about this, um, and I think it would be, it's a quote. Are you ready for it? Sure. Okay. It's, if it costs you your peace of mind, then you've overpaid. That's a really good one. Yeah. And I think that's because I am a worrier by nature mm -hmm. and I worry about things that don't even, they're like, I'm, I'm always a hundred miles down the road and something happens. Like I thought I had cancer and I remember, you know, Loretta King, who we just had on our last podcast, she sat me down. She's like, Nikki, don't worry till you got something to worry about. Right. And it was just like, my peace of mind was just, was just wrecked. And then, and, and I tend to, even this stuff I'm dealing with, with my son right now, I'm a hundred miles down the road. And if I just, you know, if I just kind of stayed, stayed in the moment. And then also if, if your, your peace of mind is gone, like it, nothing is worth your peace of mind. You know what I mean? Right. No. So I would, I would say that. Yeah. That's everything. Um, 
And and for those of you that did not get the opportunity to uh, tune in yet to the last episode with um, Loretta, she's not only got that one little piece of advice that she gave Nikki, but she got a lot of other things that can really just hit home and a lot of optimism, even in the world today. So do yourself a favor and check on out that episode out. Yeah. Um. Okay. The power to change anything in the world. What is it and why? I would make the world a less hateful place. I think if I had the power to just do any one thing, it would be, I mean, there's just so much hate right now. There's so much hate between, you know, Democrats and Republicans. There's so much hate between blacks and whites. There's so much hate between gay and straight. I mean, it's just so much hate, I feel like. And I feel like if we could get rid of that, we could do a whole lot more and be way more united. Um, so I think I'd get rid of the amount of hate that's in the world, right. or hate maybe just in general. Yeah, because it, it takes a lot of time and energy for each individual to hold on to that much hate. Yeah, and it does, it does nobody It just consumes good. you. It yeah. consumes you. Yeah. So, all right, with that, just take a little break. Um, adjust yourself in your chair if you want to, <laughs> because we are going to get to some, some tough hypotheticals for Nikki here. Uh-oh. Yep, we are still in the pandemic, requiring remote schooling and remote work. How are those earphones for you and the kids working out? Looking to spoil yourself with some new headphones, maybe replace or upgrade from what you're currently using? Well, Amazon is currently offering Apple AirPods with wireless charging case for $159, which is $40 off of their regular price of $199. So go ahead and click on the links in the podcast episode bio. You can also find us on Facebook at Do Good Feel Great or on the web at dgfgllc.com in the podcast section to take advantage of this special deal. All right, so here we go. Trump wants to be on Mount Rushmore. We saw that. We saw that over the summer, but he he feels like he deserves to be on Mount Rushmore. Everybody can have their opinion, but <laughs> only Nikki has been granted the power to pick that one person to be on on Mount Rushmore. Ha ha, suckers! <laughs> who is it, and why do you feel they should be there? Okay, so I know stones are all like one color, but I really feel <laughs> like we should have a man of color up there because mm-hmm. I'm tired of looking at Mount Rushmore and seeing all these fuddy-duddy white dudes. And I think there's nobody better than Barack Obama. So I'm going to go with Barack Obama. I think that he is inspirational. I think that, you know, he's one of the first presidents of my lifetime that I ever would sit and just listen to him. And I always took something away from from what he had to say. Um, So I'm going to go with Barack Obama on this one. His speeches are something else. Really, they are. And he's so... I think he's so cute also. He's just, <laughs> he's charismatic in the way he oh, moves sure. and he's just so stinking cute. Sure. And he has Michelle, you know, she's just the right. best. Right. And they are just one of the cutest couples ever. Yes. All right. Um, now this is going to be a tough one. You're stuck. Uh, actually you, you are um, entering into an elevator and at the last minute um, as you're perusing your phone, Uh, Looking at your belongings, a few other people enter, but you don't see who they are. But you're just minding your own business. And then the elevator door is shut, and you find out that the elevator's not going anywhere. You're kind of stuck. So you look up, and you find out the people that you're surrounded by. They are Donald John Trump. Oh, Jesus. Mitch McConnell. It's getting worse. And Mr. Ted Cruz. 
So these are like three people I'd never want to be in an elevator with. Yeah, so what happens next now that you found out who your crowd is in the elevator with you? Well, I probably am going to think that I'm going to want to make TikTok because I know that whatever happens in this elevator, if I can capture it on a TikTok, I'm going to get famous. I'm going to be the girl who, I don't know, provoked them. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I would have a Starbucks in my hand. So maybe I would... I don't know. Maybe I'd have like papers. I'd I'd spit spitballs in Donald Trump's hair. I don't know. I feel like Mitch McConnell's boring, and he's just going to be off to the side, a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, I'm he's slimy. I mean, they're all jerks. But I don't know. I think I'd get I think I'd get most credit for just blowing a spitball in Donald Trump's hair. I don't even want to talk to him, so it's not like I'm going to try to get into any conversation with him. Well, I mean, he's going to carry the conversation because he just wants yeah. to talk. So Yeah, and I'm sure he's going to call me fat and da-da-da and all this stuff, and I'm, I don't even want to hear it. So I think I will secretly, behind him, try to make fun of him. Okay. On my TikTok. On your yes. TikTok, okay. <laughs> the one thing he really doesn't like in the world, the TikTok. Right, right. All righty. Um... So, game sleep with, marry, or kill. Your three Ooh. people are Demi Lovato. Yes. Ronda Rousey. Okay. And Miss Kris Jenner. Okay. Go ahead and go. Well, who, who are, who's going in what category and why? Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm definitely going to marry Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. because that's a no-brainer. I think she's cutesy, and I think her and I would have a good life together. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with sleep with Ronda Rousey, because I just feel like that would be an experience. Okay. And hopefully I don't get put in an arm bar or break a leg or anything, because then it wouldn't, process, which means I'm, yeah, yeah which means that I'm going to have to kill Kris Kardashian. But, like, if I was in a relationship with her, Am I in a relationship with her? Like, can I be in the the her her will, or is it just like a random stabbing? Uh, I don't know. I guess it could be whatever you want it to be. But wouldn't that be hard though? Because you really want to pick that woman's brain. Yeah, Find out I what want makes it, her tick. Yeah, I want it to be where I'm in her will for some reason, okay. and then I kill her. So it's like a money thing because right. there's no other point to kill her than for money. I mean, she's good looking, and I wouldn't want to kill her unless I was getting money for it. <laughs> works all right you've been given what would be a lot of people's dream job and i think that you would love to do this but if you're given your own talk show tv talk show <gasps> yes yay, yay, yay. um who's your first guest and why i've thought about this also and i think it would be hillary clinton and here's why i watched a documentary of hers and there's so much misunderstanding about Hillary Clinton that happened from the very, very beginning of Hillary Clinton, even from when like Bill Clinton was getting elected and they were trying to make her be a, like as a governor and they were trying to make her be a certain kind of character. And then all these rumors started to happen. Um, and then just I, there's so much there and so much I'd want to know. I'd even want to know like what she has to say now, because a lot of the predictions that she made about Donald Trump, it came out that it was actually true. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much to her. And I know that she is like one of the most villainized people, but also one of the most, it's weird. She's villainized, but then also loved. So, so I think there's just a lot of depth there and a lot, a lot that we, we could cover. And it would just be to me an honor to sit down with her and, 
and talk about that. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to end with a couple more questions here, and these are the warm, fuzzy type of questions. Okay. Um, top five people in your life. Who are they, and what do you love the most about them? All right. Top five. I'm going to go with my wife, Carrie, because she she's just, like, perfect for me. We have a good rat-a-tat-tat. She's not super sensitive, which I could never deal with. She's the best. She also, yeah. 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 She also gives me space to breathe and just... She deals with me really well. And she's just kind of like the salt of the earth kind of people. I joke all the time that she's Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. And that like someday I'm going to come home and there's going to be a homeless guy at the table wearing my clothes. And mm -hmm. my because she's <laughs> just, that's just who she is. She will give everything in our house to somebody. Right. Um, and you can be Team Nikki or Team Carrie. But you, you really, even if you're Team Nikki, you have to kind of be Team Carrie because she's just that fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's the, you know, the better half to the half here. <laughs> Um, I'll go with my son, Caden, because, of course, he's my son. Um, you know, and being his mom has been one of the greatest honors in my right. life that I've had. Um, and then I'm going to go with my stepson, David. I just get the biggest kick out of him. And he was a tough one because when we first got together, I had a hard time having a relationship with him because he just seemed so different than me. And now he's so much, I mean, he's more like me now than my own son is like right. me. So he is just funny and he is, it, it, it's cool yeah. when you're, when your kids get older and you start to see their personality and they can just sit and like jive with you. Yeah. He's a really cool kid. I, yeah. I've never even formally met him. I'm just going to tell you from what I've seen. Yeah. That kid rocks. He's and just he's the a, coolest. He's just the cool. And he's a lot like his mom. He's very like sympathetic and and, you know, is always, I love you, I love you. And just, he's just really just, he's like his mom. He's like a salt of the earth kind of mm -hmm. a kid, just very well-rounded. And, and, and he idolizes you. Yeah, and that's just so cool. That's, that's <laughs> so a, cool. That's to, a bonus to, to that, so. Yeah, yeah, that's a bonus to that. Like the other day we went somewhere and he was dressed like me. He's always trying to do his hair like me. Um, mm -hmm. Which, and then it's funny too, because my own son, I feel like he, he tries to be everything that I'm not. And then I have David who tries to be everything that I am. <laughs> So right. it's just it's just a weird a weird thing, but it's very cool to see them come into their own, you know. Yeah. Um so let's see, that's three. So two more. Right? Was that mm -hmm. three? Two more. Yeah. You okay. already have Carrie, Kaden, David. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with my grandma. Mm hmm Because really without her I don't know who I would be or where I would be. She gave me a shot at a life that I wouldn't have had had I not had her. And, and a lot what's of grandma's name? Nelda. Shout out to Nelda. Shout out to Nelda. You did good. You know, she, she, you know, she was kind of hands off kind of a grandma and would be like, you know, find your own way. Like I went to go live with her when I was 11 and it was, it was kind of funny because it was like at 11, she'd be like, all right, well, if you're not coming home, just call. And that was like, that was like my only rule. Like I didn't really have rules or anything, but she gave me the steady. She gave me a house and she gave me you know, fed me and clothed me. And, and she always made sure to let me know that, she, that I was wanted right. where I didn't, she'd always say, your mama had, had you for me. So Aww. when you're, when you were a kid like me who didn't hear that a lot, having anybody in your life say that is very important to right. have that you, that you were wanted yes. by somebody, you know, so definitely my grandma. And then, um, and then I'll go with my, the fifth one will be probably my aunt Berna. She was, kind of the same way she used to you know pick me up and 
she would come to my school on my birthdays and give all the kids ice cream sandwiches and um on my 14th yeah just every birthday she would just pop up you know right. and and that was very cool she'd also take me and show me because you know she's married and she would show me that there was another way another way to have that 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 families don't look the way that mine look that sometimes there's families that look like this one does where it's yeah. you know you sit down to the table and you eat and you you know, and then plus my Aunt Berna, we did a lot. Like, I always had lice as a kid, and my Aunt Berna was always taking care of it for me mm-hmm. and always buying me nice clothes and just would spend time with me. And even now, she's still, you know, she's a part of Caden's life, and she she comes around. She makes sure to always call on birthdays, and she's just, she's a really cool person. That's cool. Haven't met yeah. her yet, but she sounds yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Um. All right, last question. Um giving positive vibes only because that's what we like to do at DGFG. Um, what are the three things that you do hope for for 2021? I do hope that the pandemic is going to make a turnaround that there's some type of herd human human wait what is it called herd herd, herd immunity herd immunity I almost said herd humanity herd immunity. I hope kids can go back to school. I hope that you know, that we can get back to a sense of normalcy a little bit. I know it will never be the way that it was probably before, but I just, I just wish for us to move on to, to, for less people to be dying for this to be less consuming than, than what it's been. Um, I think going back to what my one answer of wishing what I would want is just less hate. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, even with this political stuff, I'd lost so many people in my family and so many friends just because we don't we don't think the same and we don't vote the same and I feel like that was stupid and so I wish you know for those relationships to be to yeah. be mended it doesn't then, need to be that way so hopefully we right, can get back to right to make that making that a little bit more manageable and yeah for everybody yeah. involved mm-hmm. yeah and then I guess just less like just people being more more united all the way around that, yeah just because somebody looks different than you doesn't, you know, you might have more in common with them than you think. So just, you know, taking time to get to know, know people and have, bring people together. I just feel like we're just all so divided right now over everything. And Mm -hmm. I, I get, you know, my wish is that we, we find something, something to believe in and we start to come together over anything. It doesn't, you know, (laughs) it doesn't matter what it is. Right. You know, and I think those are great hopes and I would probably echo what, um, what Miss Loretta said is that, you know, we do have hope. We have to be optimistic that even in these toughest of times that this will all turn around somehow, some way. Just having yeah. that faith to do that. Yeah. 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 Well, I thank you, Nikki, for uh, letting me flip this around on, on you and grabbing the mic from you. Yeah. Um, we will uh, be hearing back from Nikki hosting the coming episodes. Some real good stuff coming uh, science, medical, entrepreneurship, uh, eating disorders, that kind of stuff. Got a lot coming your way, so don't miss out on it. Plus, we are dropping the grabbing the mic merchandise. So um, look on out for that. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, go on over to dgfgllc.com and go ahead and shop and get your your latest merch from uh, the podcast and support Nikki. Um and do us also another favor and go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Uh, it helps Nikki out. And we just uh, truly appreciate you following along with her and uh, being there with her every week. So, Nikki, anything Absolutely. else you want to say to your, your crowd? 
yeah, no, just it, it's been a crazy ride. And I thank everybody for hanging in there and for following and for just really, I mean, being, being a, a part of this every, every step of the way. So I, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate the input, the listening, the following, the, the, the talking, you know, I just, it's, it, like I said, it's, it's been crazy and it's been super fun and I'm looking forward to, to where this is all going to go. Yeah. Good stuff. So keep on joining on in every week and we will Thanks be listening to grabbing the mic soon. with Nikki judge yeah. and friends tune in weekly Thanks, for new Kristen. episodes on Thank Apple you. podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Visit us at dgfgllc.com for new updates. Sign up for the Grab in the Mic newsletter and links for the podcast merchandise.